mentioned, there's a story that you mentioned, um, you told me once about Kobe that you, like, when y'all spoke about something, I was like, yo, I felt that. I yeah. felt that. I felt that. That was my guy. But, um, yo, man, episode number two off the Jex podcast. Um, ladies and gentlemen, viewers out there, appreciate y'all for checking in. And uh, this is your host, Michael Jex. And of course, we got G. Cowan. Yep. But we got a very special, special, special guest today, man. This is a really good friend of mine. I mean, uh, you know, somebody, you know, we hear that a lot. Like, yo, my brother. It's my brother, my brother, my brother. But it's different because we, we actually go back like that. I got a friend of mine's special guest today. And, uh, you know, we're we, we going to get into a lot of stuff. But, you know, this gentleman here has been around in the media uh, 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 industry for a while and he's got a you know major name for himself you know in the media industry and it's somebody who uh, I just see as a brother man we me it's funny both me and Gary known him for a while and uh, to come several years later, I think what well, we, we actually met we 1999 or 2000 or something like around it was early yeah yeah, yeah that's early, early. That's, that's, yo, that's 20 years that's yeah. a dub Right. I, I overstayed my time in high school for about <laughs> <laughs> right. I liked it so much. Right. And right after that, I was full locker. Yes, sir. Right after high school. Mm-hmm. So I had to be like 99. But but the gentleman that we're talking about today uh, is my brother to my right. The one and only Lance Fresh, man. Yes, Lance, yes, thank you, man. Thank, thank you for, for coming through me, to, the, to, to the building, man, and, and uh, joining us and but gracing us with your presence on, on the podcast, bro. Of course, and, man. um... We were we, we were driving up. Uh, I just saw a picture. He st- he was staying down here working on Joe Biden's campaign, and he stayed an extra day for me. He ain't gonna lie. He ain't gonna tell you for me. Yes, he stayed it for me. I asked him, "Yo, please come on the podcast, Facts. bro. Stay stay one extra day." Yeah, you were the first call. You knew you was the first call. Yes, okay. sir. Yes, sir. And, and when we drove up, we were just like reminiscing about a whole bunch of stories that you know just from back in the day. But I, I want to bring people you know up to speed on. Who you are, you know. A lot of people know you from social media. Uh, a lot of people know you from being in the so, the Samsung commercials. A lot of people know you from being in the TNT commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people know you from being on NBA TV. But like, you know, let's let's bring everybody up to speed, man, on, on who Lance Fresh is because I think it's very important for people to know, you know, who yeah. you are, what you do, and, and the value you bring to the table. I, and I, I think that's always the hardest part for me when I meet people who don't know me and they're like, "Yo, what do you do?" And I'm like. <laughs> I'm like a lot, man. Right. It depends on what you would know, right? Because everyone's not a sports fan. Everyone's not a sneaker fan. So, um, you know, right at this point in my career, you know, I'm still on-camera talent. Um, the chief creator, chief uh, creative officer over at um, Players TV. Talking. Um, you know, Talking. Uh, but it's like, you know, it's, and, and that's even weird to like say, right? Because... I'm at the I'm at the the point in my career where you know that's that should be normal and it is normal but for me it's just like I'm always treating it like I'm not at that level like I need to get higher I need to go higher I need to, I need to keep going so like I want more and more and like I think right now you know where I am I'm I'm you know I'm at a comfortable place in my career I'm right where I, I never thought I'd be mm. you know what I mean like that like, a that sweet, like a sweet spot yeah it's like it's like it's well, like he's, a, he's at the place right now where if the wrong person is watching this they definitely coming to you for a loan yeah <laughs> yeah they <laughs> definitely coming to no, you no not, not even not yeah, even that it, you know for me like it's, it's it's like I've put in so much work um to get to where I am and you know it's it's easy for people to look on social media and see on social media right because I treat my social media 
as you know like an outlet to who i am as far as work right yeah now personal life family life that that's different because the internet is so weird it's like you got to kind of have that separation you can't give everybody everything absolutely you got to have time to market what you're not selling we had the last first episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like you know what i mean it's like you got you got to have that separation because you know like i remember being on camera and you know doing my first commercials and being on tv and talking about fashion and what the players are wearing and sneakers and, and, and things like that mm-hmm. and you know you get the hate you know, like if you if you look up, you know, I'm always like looking up old stuff. But I remember like these is like before they I don't know if I said his name right, but these is Amero. These is before they kind of well, I think they were kind of late at the time. Um, I didn't know who they were. Anyway, they were like, you know, watching the watching the commercial. Mm-hmm. I guess they were like, yo, who the F is this dude, this corny dude? Wow. And I'm just like. You know, I'm going back. I'm like, hold up. I'm like, where you live in the Bronx? <laughs> I'm like, you talking, you talking, can we curse on here? Can we curse on here? I'm like, you talking shit, you live in the Bronx, bro. You know, I'm from Brooklyn. You know how it is when you when you out there, it's like, yeah, yeah. the Bronx, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like, yeah. nah, nah, I kind of nah, sure. started doing that, but then I, I found myself responding to a lot of people, right? Just because dudes is hating. And it's like, the, our culture is Naturally, like, bro, you're not, right. not going to talk to me like that. Exactly. Bro, right? I just I'm had like, a conversation, my man Sean behind the, behind the camera, we just talking about that, like, yo, you know, just certain individuals, you just can't really walk down that that that, path, that road like that. Yeah. You know. So so so, so for me, it's just like I'm kid from Best Eye. We joke. We get. We go at it. You know. I'm. I had this idea to talk about fashion and sneakers because no one was talking about it. Like they were talking about it on Twitter, but there was no content around it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Let me start creating content around it. But you know, and we could go back to like the stuff I'm getting to the funny stuff right now I'm going to the mm-hmm. funny stuff because it's like I'm like nah I'm gonna cut you I'm gonna I'm joking you and like I would joke on people back and they'd be like oh because you know I'm verified and all that they'd be like oh oh you responded like yo man I saw love and it's like <laughs> oh I saw love and, now and I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like nah bro I'm like let's keep going I'm like what else you got bro because I'm, I'm trying to come here, right back at ready. you again you know but I remember like my boys like they was like you know black and those dudes they was like yo they was like uh Yo, you don't don't do that, bro. Like you, like you, you on TV now. You can't be doing something. I'm like, nah, man. Like that's what's gonna separate me. That's what separates me from these other dudes, bro. Like I'm not, you know, this nerd broadcaster that went to school that talked like, hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to the like, no, bro. I speak the way. I speak the way. Um, who's calling me? My bad, y'all. No, you good. It's on on vibrate. Um, that's the Samsung plug. He did that shit on purpose. No, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> he made sure that that damn that phone was. rang on purpose on the podcast. <laughs> so that he, nah. could, he could do the Samsung plug. But it's like, it's like, it's all right, bro. You can do it. It's, yeah, it's sure. like, I'm not that guy. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not that guy. Like I'm, I'm myself. And, you know, I, I posted that the other day, um, you know, cause Kobe kind of had a, Kobe had a, it was a quote and a, it was a video where he was talking about like, being yourself. Wait, 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 wait. Before you, before you even mention the the, the the quote about Kobe, and it's important not to cut, not to cut off. You know what he was about to say about Kobe, but I think it's going to be even better when we get into a little bit more of what we're talking about. I want to go back real quick. So, so first of all, you're, you're, you're yeah, I would say a broadcaster, but you're also an influencer. You know, you're a media personality. You you said something today in the car that I was like, yo, I can see that. You were like, yo, I'm I'm going after the I'm going after you know the Ryan Seacrest lane. Like, that's that's me. Like that's who I can be. And I was like, yeah. When you said that, I, it, a lot of things yeah. clicked. But but I want you to like kind of go from the start. Like how did you how did you get to even how did it begin for you? How did the journey on this road, you know, being who you are right now? Like how did that yeah. start for somebody right now? You know, just think about it if. They're watching you. They're in their they're in their apartment. They're in their house. They're in Middle America. They're in Brooklyn. They're whatever. They want to 
follow suit and be like, man, I want to be like that. I, I love media. I love sports. I love fashion. How can I go down that road of being a, you know, influencer like, like you all? Like what's, what's some of yeah. the things, you know, I you think from the beginning, how you were able to do it? So just to answer that question on, you know, cause I get that question a lot from kids and, you know, and, and like <clears> the <throat> colleges or they DM me. I, it's so hard to answer that question on like, how can I get to where you are? Because everyone's situation is different. different yeah. And my situation wasn't the, you know, the route that everyone else, you know, went to become broadcasters. Like, I, I could promise you that. Every broadcaster that I know that's on the same networks I'm on, they didn't make it the way I made it. Um, so for me, it kind of started, you know, with my mom. My mom was a teacher, um, but on the side, she did modeling and she did acting. So I would be on set with her, you know, single mom. So I'm just always on set with her. And, you know, I'm on sets with Spike Lee, Hype Williams, Jesse Terrero, like all these people, you know, like who were like known for creating dope projects. And didn't you have a small cameo in a in a movie no, when you were a kid? No, <laughs> listen, I, 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 had a, I had a few, I had a few, you know, la, 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 you know extra la, la, roles and, you know, um, yeah, but like, but, but, that, but that kind of stuff was through her, you yeah. know, like from, from, from okay. being on set with her. Makes sense. And it's like, I never really wanted to be on camera. I mean, well, when you think about it, you were like, oh, man, it's kind of cool to be an actor and all that. But yeah. I was more interested in, in the way things were created. Mm -hmm. So from a young age, from nine nine years old, 10 years old, I'm on set with my mom. And I'm literally watching, you know, the cameras and how things are bro bro broken down. Yeah, yeah. You know, so not, and, and that's, that's those are things that people kind of really get to understand once they get to college. Mm -hmm. Right. Because like back in the day, you're not like really learning how to make and create film in high school. You know what I mean? Like there's no school that's really wasn't really doing that. So for me, I'm getting I'm getting to see it at a, at a young age. I'm like, oh, this is cool. So like growing up, I said, yo, I want to create music videos because like back in the day, it's like you know we talking about like victory and like you know like you know, these hype, the, was, like, hype was like the, the, god. the god. And I'm like, yo, I'm gonna make better videos than him. Like he was literally making movies that were music videos. And I'm like, yo, that's dope and that's wavy because I love music. So I always mm -hmm. wanted to like do that. So by the time I got to that point where I'm in college and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna make music videos. Everybody started making music videos and it became easier to make music videos and then the money goes down. So, right, you can't really make a living saying I'm a music video director. It's not too many. Like, you can't really even name too many, you know, music video directors now. Right. Like, outside of the guys who were still there. And, like, right, even right. they had to, like, venture off and to make films and things like that because it's just not it's just not a thing. So, for me, I still wanted to create. So, when I went to school, I played, when I went to college, I, went, I played ball um, and I majored in, in, in video. But... When you're in when you're in these classes, you have to like create your own videos. So the only actors are your your classmates. Now I remember like my senior year, it was like um, it was like five five different groups making movies, making mm. like short films. Yeah, I was an actor in every one short film because they were just like, yo, we gotta have you, like you like you the man. And I remember, you know, of course I got an A in that class. I better have got an A, even if I didn't do all my work. I did everybody else's work, <laughs> um, but I got an A in that class. And I remember my professor, she was like. She's like, yo, Lance, I just want to, you know, I, I've, I've never really seen one person, like, participate in all my years of teaching, participate in every group. Mm -hmm. And she's like, it's a lot. You had to literally remember lines for everything. And she was like, you, she's like, I, I always tell my students, you know, when we're, when we're creating content, when we go on these sets as production assistants, we never want to say, you know, when you first start enough, you never want to say you want to be in front of the camera. She's like, but Lance, you belong in front of the camera. And even then, I was just like, I was like, nah. She's like, no, you have the charisma. She's like, I know. She's like, you're going to be in front of the camera. So it's like, that's something that I just literally ignored. I'm like, nah, it's not for me. I'd rather create. I'd rather, you know, bring out the best in people. I want to sit back and get them checks and, you know, be able to chill. Like, you know, when you think about it, I'm like, 
you always want to just be able to chill and, and be rich, right? And be rich and not have people like not have the celebrity life. That's what they compare. That's what they complain about, right? They get too rich. They get too too famous. And then they're too and just in like, front of everybody's face, and and then they don't. They have, yeah. they have no privacy, and yeah. they can't do normal things anymore. And so it's like I was thinking that I was thinking that level. I'm yeah. like, I want to be on that level, right. but I don't want that, right? So um, fast forward. I know I'm like taking my own, but fast no, forward. You're good, you're good. Um, I you know I'm playing ball in college. And, you know, my last year, um, uh, my, my girlfriend at, at the time, she was my girlfriend at the time, she uh, she got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, you know, but even before that, I was, you know, I was like, I want to kind of go, go home and focus on, like, getting a job after college, right? Like, I'm not, I'm playing ball, we're winning championships, I'm good, but I'm not going to the NBA. And I don't want to go to the NBA. If I could, if I was, like, a few more inches higher, of course. Everyone, anyone wants to go to the NBA, but you got you to be a realist. Like, I'm watching, like, my other friends go to the NBA, play overseas, but I know what that looked like when, you know, you just chase that overseas bread. And, you know, the plan it's like, didn't necessarily work out the yeah, way you wanted to. It's right. just like, I'm not going to the NBA. If I could, then I would be going hard right now. Like, but I'm not. So I'm focusing on, you know, TV and video, and that's what I always wanted to do as a kid anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, yo, I got to focus on getting a job because I knew people who I went to school with who were older than me who were like major in the same major and not working in it because they couldn't get jobs and they got, you got to make money. So I'm like, yo, I got to focus on that. So I, I actually quit my team halfway through, halfway through my season. And I was just like, yo man, I, I gotta, you know, I'm graduating in six months. Like I won my championships. I'm not really into this. And like, it's going to be cool to, you know, say you won championships. And I, I, I can say that, mm-hmm. you know, and I played college ball, but at the end of the day, I'm like, y'all need to be home and like making moves. So I was home making moves and meeting people. My mom was connecting me with a lot of people and I was able to get a job, not an internship because I've never worked an internship. You know, um, having a child like straight out of college, it was just kind of like, I had, I, had to, I had to work. You had it to was, bring home the paper. Right? Yeah, it was no, there's no like working for free. I just couldn't mm-hmm. do it. So um, because I left the team. Hold on, was, time out. Pause right there. Don't forget your thought. Side note. That's why I actually always say, if you have a child, you have an easier time being successful. No joke. Like, when you have a kid, that's like a catapult for you to get your shit together immediately. I always mention that. And that was just a, that was like an example. People use it as yeah. a crutch. Yeah, people, yeah, some people use it as a crutch, but really, it's actually something that can help you get, you know, to your shit much faster. So, yeah. that was just an example. You said it, but go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, you know, <clears throat> go, with, with, that, with that being said, I had to, I had to go out and provide. So... Mm-hmm. You know, I came I came home um, and, you know, I was able to get this job, but now I'm freelancing. I'm freelancing as a, as a production assistant. So as a production assistant, if, for the people who don't know, you're literally doing all the, the grunt work. So like you're, you know, picking up the vans early in the morning, going to pick up the crew, loading up the truck with all the equipment. It's probably like two of you. Maybe sometimes it was just me loading all the equipment in there by myself, taking people, taking lunch orders, you know, from the crew. Um, cleaning up after the crew and it, it was just for me it was just like I was just like man I, 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 I can't be doing this for too long right and I know people who are, who are PAs for like two or three years four years five years and it's like you know you get to sit around a lot of it is like herb and wait you know mm-hmm. while you're doing that but then a lot of it is just like being on call for people and I'm like man this, I'm not I'm not an assistant like nah that's just not me um, so I just made sure that when I was on set, and that's the other thing, people get so comfortable with money that, you know, they're like, oh, well, the day rate is crazy. So I'm getting like, you know, 
250 a day, 300 a day, you know, mm-hmm. back then, like coming out of college, it's like, oh, I'm getting money, mm-hmm. you know? So they get so comfortable with that. They're like, oh, I could just chill. I could just hang out and not do anything. But me, I was like, nah, I don't even know what I want. I know I want to direct and I want to produce, but I want to kind of learn everything. I want to learn everything. So I'm sitting around the the grips and, you know, the, the lighting and, and, and the producers. And I'm like, yo, I'm just anything you need. I'm watching the things that they do. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, just pretty much making life easier for them instead of just being a guy that's like getting lunch and doing things. So they like, yo, you know, like, what do you know about this? And I'm like doing research. I'm going home and I'm doing research. And, you know, now I know what this is. I know what this light is, you know, so I'm helping, I'm literally helping everyone. Sound guy, you know what I mean? So I just got to a point where I was just like, I'm never going to be one of those guys sitting in a, in a van like dudes are just sitting in the van and just chill <laughs> right. and be on their phone that's what they do right. I'm, I'm right. you're gonna have to kick me off the set like right. that's straight right. up like what it was and, it was like, and like directors sometimes the directors would be like hey man like like, like what's up let's, let's clear the set so many people out here like what are you doing here and I'm like you know and I'll, just, I'll dip mm-hmm. but then I'll come back and he'll be like this motherfucker's back again like, <laughs> like, but for real like that's, that's that's who I was I'm like Great I'm not resistance. I'm not one of them bro mm-hmm. I'm not one of those van sitters bro right. like nah I'm not a van sitter so um I didn't, I wasn't a PA for too long. Uh, I, I moved up to associate producer within a year, which never happens, um, ever anywhere. And, um, from there, it's like, you know, once they know your, your work ethic and they trust you with things like that, you know, that's it. Once I'm associate producer, I'm ne- you'll never, I can never be hired as a PA. Yeah. No, just no. Um, so fast forward to that, you know, working in reality TV, working for these shows, um, Project Runway All Stars was my last show, the last show I worked on. What's some of them you did? So, um, My Fair Wedding with David Tatera. Um, uh, Let's Talk About Pep. Um, uh, Russell Simmons Show, Kamora Show, uh, and just like a, like HGTV things and like different documentaries, okay. um, different like random documentaries. That's but cool. um, outside of that, and Mob Wives, Mob Wives was like, Mob, mob wife was my first. That was my first show, and I was like, "Yo, I had to get up out of there because that Staten Island mob stuff was just too much." I was like, "Yo, I'm like, listen, I'm from the hood, but this is different. Like they, like people, people dropping stuff at the door and ringing bells and disappearing, and me, you know, walking to the door and having to. I'm like, nah, check it. And then yeah, and then I wasn't no, I wasn't checking it. No, I remember, I remember, I remember that happened. It was like, um, hey, can you bring them in? I'm like, no way. Mm-hmm. Not a chance. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> and like, these chicks are fighting and like, you know, throwing glass. I'm like, yo, I got to get off this oh, show. Oh, so. man, they were fighting and throwing glass on fucking reality TV. Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> but like, That's you know, so we that, that was back when like there wasn't no security on set, mm-hmm. right? Loving hip hop. You watch that show. Not like security is ready. They in there. Boom. Right. They, they let them fight for a little bit. Kind of like Jerry Springer. It's like, boom. all right, now we in. But, <laughs> but back then it was just like the crew. So it's like exactly. me being 6'5". They're looking at you me like... You had to be all-terrain. You hey, had to hey, be... Hey. You was a producer, security. <laughs> and they were like, yo, sorry. You TSA know. for the boxes coming in. For, yo, they'd be like, yo, sorry. Oh, sorry if I, hit, if I hit you. You know, she's just crazy, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, I'm That's off. Crazy. I got to get off the show. But fast forward to that, you know, reality. I spent the whole month working on Project Runway All-Stars. Literally a whole month with no days off. And it was good money. Um... But I was just tired and I was just like, yo, I can't do this again. I'm like, I can't do this reality TV. So then I jumped into sports and, you know, the only way I knew how to jump into sports was, you know, Gary Forbes, who, you know, a friend I grew up with and he's in the NBA at the time. And this was during the lockout and, you know, it was a game in Philly and it was Chris Paul, uh, LeBron, Melo, um, Keem Warwick, uh, Gary Neal, like a whole bunch of lesser, lesser name players. Um, outside of the ones I just mentioned, but uh, it was a lockout game and they filled it up in, in Philly and I got on the side and I recorded it. 
so like I'm with these dudes. Like we after that we come to New York. I remember this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we chilling. You know, that's the first time I met like all those dudes, Chris Paul, all those dudes. Um, and fast forward, I put up a video on YouTube. I put up two videos on YouTube. One was like, because Melo had got dunked on bad by Hakeem Ward, and I put that up there. And then it was another video, just like highlights and stuff that I cut up myself. So I'm like working on a personal project for Gary Forbes because he was like a player with diabetes, didn't get drafted, but ended up making a team um, after that. Uh, and doing the research, I found Bleacher Report. Mm-hmm. So and it was early. That days, was yeah, the beginning. Yeah, days, it was right? like the first year of the company. Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. So then when I'm looking for jobs after this reality gig, I saw a bleacher report. I'm like, oh, that's that site that I saw. They're starting a, a video team in New York. So I'm like, oh, this is my way into sports. Because like at the time, all you know is ESPN. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, just ESPN, and that's it. So um, I reached out to them, and the only thing I could really show them was that lockout footage that I had. I'm like, yo, I shot this, I edited it. It was like, oh, great. And, you know, they hired me uh, within like... With some home footage. A week of, a week of, a week of speaking footage. to them. Mm-hmm. And then my first day on the job, it was a holiday. It was like a party they had, and they were like, "Hey, we just need you to interview our uh, like the, the the employees mm-hmm. at this holiday party and ask them questions." And I'm like, "What am I signing up for?" So whatever. So we did that, and um, you know, everyone's like, "Oh man, like you know, just asking me questions because it, you know, nobody looks like us. Like we don't like we like you don't see a guy on set that looks like me with like." Jordans and you know like the swaggy right, you know, right. whatever you know mm-hmm. fitted cap so they're like oh man like who you what's your name so everybody knew me so it's like now I come in on Monday they're like oh man Lance good to see you again bro welcome to the team man you're so swaggy you know all that stuff and I'm like cool 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 he was, cause you was like the first like culture guy right mm-hmm. in the building the first black guy over there <laughs> <laughs> oh shit wow it's crazy for real I mean they, they, they ended up bringing a guy from San Francisco but yeah, I was the first black guy over there. <laughs> yeah, but you know, San Francisco, that's, that's, that's a little different from Britain. I'm like, yeah, you know. So like, black guy, black guy. Black guy, I was the first black guy, black guy there. Right, right. No disrespect to that dude. <laughs> he was actually from Boston, um, that guy. Oh, great. But, uh, but yeah, I was the first dude who understood the culture. I was the only person who knew the culture over there. Right. So, and, that, and that's pretty much what I bought to, to BR, where, mm-hmm. you know, at the time they were kind of like, you know, battling with like Barstool mm-hmm. and like, SB Nation and mm-hmm. you know they weren't really respected so you know after seeing the content and seeing you know the host that they had I was kind of like uh, alright we need to talk about something else because this is like all this stuff is corny to me like I wasn't really into like fantasy football and basketball at the time and that's kind of like all the stuff that's they were what talking they were about. really yeah, their bread and butter was like college football and things like yeah. that at the time um, but the whole the whole premise on BR was that anyone can be a writer so like Anyone could like write an article. It was like the report from the bleachers. Mm-hmm. So like the fans are like literally writing articles on players. So equivalent to like what a like TMZ sports would be. Right. Where people right, are like, right. yo, y'all just talking shit about players. Right. So I'm like, nah, we could do better culture than this. We could do better content on this. Let's focus on culture um, and sneakers. And, you know, at the time it was a guy there who was running the company and he was like, all right, well, who's going to do it? And I'm like, well, none of these hosts that we have now, because, you know. They're just, they ain't, they're not it. They're not, they, they can't speak on it and I'm not yeah. They don't even know. They have no idea. Like, yeah. it between a dunk and a Jordan one. And yeah, like, exactly. So I was like, I'll do it. And he was like, all right, you know, let me get back, let me get back to you. And, um, he didn't get back to me. And I went to, I remember my first video I ever did, I went to interview Kyrie, um, for a week, for 
Foot Locker's Week of Greatness. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was the first Foot Locker Week of Greatness. The Week of Greatness is when um, they drop all these sneakers uh, leading up to Black Friday. Okay. So like all these like fire kicks, whether it's Jordans, pennies, whatever it is, they all drop that week. And they still do that. And I think now they're on like their eighth or ninth week of greatness. And um, Kyrie was late. So I'm there with a PA just, just to get interviews, not me on the camera, just literally sticking the mic and asking questions. And I'm like, you know what? I know all these kicks. These are pennies. This, this is this. So I'm like, yo, let's just, just hold the camera up to me, bro. Whatever. So I'm holding, up, I'm holding up the shoe. I'm like, yo, this is the penny, you know, three or, you know, whatever. Just originally released. So I'm literally like Googling like the facts about facts it. It's like, I know, I know the kicks, but like now I'm just like, let me put some facts behind it. I'm like, it originally released in 1996. And now this is the first time it's coming back in 2012 or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know. And I did a video on that. Interview Kyrie. You know, went back, gave them the Kyrie footage, but then I, I, I edited my video, and this was like the last, the, the last day before um, Thanksgiving break. Mm-hmm. Edited that video, put it out. This is when we had a YouTube deal, made like a, um, a Lance Fresh account on Bleacher Report, and posted the video. Now I know how to send videos to programming. It's like, hey, this video is on programming. You know, like here programming. You know, we should post this. This is cool, and they, they, you know, they filter it and they, they say yes or no. Right. So I was like, yo. I stayed behind when nobody was at work, just one editor, Fred, shout out to my dude, Fred. <laughs> um, and I cut it and I took it over to him. He was like, yo, this is solid. And he made like a little few more adjustments. He's like, yo, let's do this, let's do that. And then I put it out and he was like, yo, this is good. This is a good video. So that night it did like 50,000 views. It was like mm-hmm. the top, the top kicks leading up to. That's crazy. It was the first video they ever posted on their Facebook account. Mm-hmm. First video they ever posted on their Twitter. Um, back then we only had one picture on Instagram, so we didn't really use Instagram like that, mm-hmm. but, um, it went crazy. So then Monday, now the video has like 150 K views and that, and that was like a lot, like for, for that back time. Then, yeah, right. That's like, that, like even the ones what that year we, was this 2011, right. 2011, right, right, right. So 2011 or 12. It was 12 actually. Yeah. So cause I was there for like a year sure. and, um, Fast forward, that it went crazy. Like they didn't, they to give you a context on how good that video went. Like they had branded content that they would get paid for, and we put out videos, and those videos would like cap out at like fifty k. Like that was that was like solid. Like my video did one hundred and fifty in a weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, because everybody started picking it up, other other outlets and stuff like that. Did you get that phone call back after that? So then I found <laughs> the founder, Dave Finocchio. Hey, Lance, <laughs> buddy. Nah, nah. So we were, hey, so, man. So we were, we were, and I've never told this story. I, I told it to people, but I've never like been on the show, like speaking on the story. But that's back when like G Chat was around. So like everyone's G Chatting each other. So I see like G Chat, and I'm like, I had never met him because he's in San Francisco. I'm in New York. And I actually didn't meet him at the party, but that was my first day. So I don't really remember people. He's like, um, hey, he's like, Lance, you know, we met, we met when he was in New York. He was like, you know what? Um, saw the video, man. He was like, I want to, I want to, you know, I'm coming to New York next week. I want to talk to you about, you know, being on camera. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so the dude who told me no, I ain't gonna say his name, um, but he came in that that no, next, that no, next yeah, no, whatever, Yeah, I mean, we're friends on LinkedIn now, so I don't, want, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, um, he was like. Uh, He's like, oh man, 
video was amazing, man. It was great, man. Yeah, we got to talk to you about, you know, getting I'm like, all right, your boss already told me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I already spoke to him. You're late. Uh, you're late, bro. You're late. So, um, yeah, so then from there, they're just like, yo, you're on camera, mm-hmm. you know, and then I'm doing, what else do you want to do? I'm like, more sneaker content, more fashion content. I want to talk about what the guys are wearing. And, you know, at that point when I had that first win, it's just kind of like we got to listen to him and see what, see what else, see what else, you know, sticks. Right, right, right. Fast forward, we got acquired by Turner. Mm-hmm. So now as soon as Turner comes on, I'm, you know, I'm one of three on-camera talents mm-hmm. at, at BR at the time. And I'm the only one that's on TNT and NBA TV. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Because, like, as soon as I came, they were just like, yo, you're a content. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that goes back to me saying I'm not a regular host. You right. know, like. Right, right, right. Everyone else, respectfully, you know, mm-hmm. they're a regular hosts. Mm-hmm. They were playing. They were. They were. They were script. Yeah. 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 Any and anyone can do that. Right. You know. For sure. Like you, like, you like, brought a different flavor to the menu. Yeah. You know? And like for sure, like to the menu. It, it takes work. I wasn't. You know. I'm. I'm always learning. I'm still. You know. Yeah. Trying to get better. But it's not to knock anybody else that's doing anything. Yeah. It's just you know you did you did it was you did something different. It was yeah. a whole different angle. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going that traditional route. Those people probably went and did, you know, internships mm-hmm. and training and things like that, which I, you know, had to fix. I just had to learn on the camera. Yeah, I had to learn right. to enunciate on the camera and really separate the way I speak, mm-hmm. like to the point where like I meet people and they're like, yo, you don't even sound like you're from New York. And I'm like, well, well, I had to fix that. I had to so fix that, had you know what I mean? Things. And, and, you know, now I sound, you know, whatever. But, uh, but yeah. So. So so yeah so that's that's kind of where how I how I got my start to be on camera and things like that and kind of had that trust it was just kind of like preparation meeting opportunity it wasn't there is no like really script for that it's just literally being ready so it's like if I, if people ever ask me how to get to where you are I would just say put in the work research and be ready amen research be ready yeah at this point a lot of your confidence or just wanting, willing to do whatever you want to do. Did you understand the value you brought already at that point? Because, you know, some people just don't know who they are yet, what they want to do. If their idea, their vision is even worthy or worth it yet, did you kind of already know what value you brought to say, you know what, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm worth. Like you said, I'm not the van guy. Did you understand the value you could bring at that point already? Or it was just kind of like, I'm going to just do it until it works. I don't think I understood the value until I seen the results of me pushing and, and, and doing, you know, what I what I believed in and things that I cared about until it worked. You know, what I mean, the same way I said, I'm, I'm going to stay on set, even though they don't want me on set. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you don't get that. You don't get that conversation. You don't you know, even if even if the director is kicking me off set, which, you know, would never that was like a one time thing. <laughs> but. He knows me, right? And it's funny because that day, you know, we actually became cool after that. He was like, yo, man, I didn't mean to, you know, kick you off. It was just kind of crazy. And I was like, yo, no, I know it's a lot going on. And I was like, you know, I'm just trying to be around and, you know, like just be a sponge. And he was like, all right. He was like, you know, what you into? And then we had a conversation. So now, you know, he was one of the dudes who kind of like helped me after that dude named David, um, French dude, uh, mad funny. But uh, he was just like, he just like, looked out for me after that and mm-hmm. like we would talk and he was like he would always joke he's like you don't want to be a director he was like he's like it's too much he was like you got to be he's like you got to be a dick like me and you know like, shit like that. He's, like he's like you're a nice guy you know blah, blah, blah. you know so like he he kind of like helped me under, understand like the dynamic of the set and just being around and you know he ran the set right so like you could have production coordinators who tell the pas and things what to do but when you got that relationship with that guy 
you know, you can do whatever you want, you know what I mean? And you can, you can kind of be there and learn. And at the end of the day, these things are all about this whole, you know, this business is, you know, majority, I wouldn't say all, but majority of like who you know, you know, and, and not even who you know, but who you are and how, how people perceive you, right. you know. Um, you know, I remember like one of, the, one of my worst days on set, you know, where a woman, you know, who was pretty much running the PAs, her boyfriend was like freelancing and she like low key set me up to get like fired, like on some like, I don't you know, know. <sighs> that was that was a crazy story. So we're working on the show. And at the end of the day, you know, like I said, as much as I'm like grinding, you get more responsibility. So I was key PA. I was the head PA. And, you know, I was responsible for getting the tapes from the camera guy and giving them to her to, you know, for for the episodes. Mm-hmm. So the guy, David, who's my guy, was like. He was he was stressed out. He's always like screaming at people, and he just like screamed at her one day because she was just she just wasn't great at her job. She literally knew someone who like literally carried her, carried her uh, to like every show, and that's that's when it that's when it comes in handy when you're freelancing. You need to know somebody because you yeah, need to yeah. keep keep getting jobs, right? So she was someone who was carried, and anyway, he screamed at her. She cried. She she's frazzled. I bought her the tapes, and I'm like, hey, you know. Here are the tapes for the day. She's like, all right, all right, all right, thank you, thank you, right? Boom. So then an hour later, when we're packing up and everything for the night, she's like, hey, Lance, where are the tapes? And I was like, I just gave you the tapes. Like, she's like, no, I don't have them. And she's looking all, she's acting like she's looking all over, and I'm like, so then, you know, at the end of the day, she's she's who I report to. She's like, she's definitely fucking. She's like voting for Trump this week, bro. Yeah. 100%. I know without a shadow, bro. She's voting for Trump. Bro. I know. Yeah, she's definitely voting for Trump. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, yo. So it was, it was you know, the dude I worked with. Um, his name was Kyle. Um, it's my boy, cool Asian dude. Rode a motorcycle to the to, to like a like a moped to to work. Um, mad cool. He's like, yo, bro, are you kidding me? He was like, she's she's just going through stuff and she's like bugging out right now. Mm-hmm. She made me and Kyle empty out the whole truck with all the equipment to make sure it wasn't there. And I'm like, it's not there. So we did that. Right? She she, 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 that. she didn't know we did that. We but me and Kyle did that. <clears throat> Emptied out the whole truck. I'm like, let's just do that. Just to make sure, right? I always I had a fanny pack, bro. Like that's where I kept all the tapes. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lose the tapes, bro. So we did all that searching, it wasn't there. We go back, it's a lot of emails. Hey, we don't know where the tapes are. We don't know where the tapes are. The next day, the van stayed there. She magically found the, the, the tapes oh, in the van. That you and Kyle. That me and Kyle emptied. So, you know, I was like, I was like, yo. I For me, I was just like, whatever, right? right. Whatever. Who, who cares? Like, was her name Karen? <laughs> yeah, her name was, I don't, even, I don't even like to say her name, but it's a type of cheese. It's like when, like when you did, no, that's, that's her name. Her name is a type of cheese that begins with a B. Monster. But it's like, <laughs> but yeah, she is, a, she is a monster. But when you have people like that, and for me, I don't, like, if you ever do me that dirty, I will never, I can't even speak that's, your name. Crazy, like, you're pure evil. Cause yeah, because like, if you were a guy, you're like, you see in hands. Like, yeah, without yeah, for real. Without yeah, no, no, that's the, that's the crazy part. I went home and, like, I remember the girls on my block, like, yo. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Where, yeah, no, when, no, yeah, where, yeah. tell me when. Uh-huh. Um, I'm like, nah, they're going to know it's me. Yeah, so <laughs> she has got to so so fast forward. I go I go down Friday to pick up my check, and um, it's crazy because you know the woman who was her boss was like an older black woman, you know, super cool. The woman who was who, who I'm speaking on, she was a white woman, young white woman, and 
I remember, you know, she was just like, everyone was just like being cool. No one knew what was going on. I'm picking up my check. I'm like, hey, you know, to the black woman, Veronica. I'm like, hey, what's up, Veronica? You know, whatever. She's like, oh, no. Nice. She's like, oh, come, come, let me talk to you. And I was like, yeah, what's up? She's like, yo, so what happened with the, you know, the the tapes? I was like, yo, I thought I could be real. I'm like, I'm going to be real with you. She like set me up, you know, and Kyle was in there and Kyle was like, Kyle, I was like, I'm like, you guys, Kyle. And Kyle came over and Kyle was like, yo, we emptied that whole truck. Like literally I have a witness saying we emptied the whole truck. Fast forward, she was like, she's like, yeah, well, you know, that's, that's a real big thing. And, you know. We're gonna have to let you go. Damn, and, I'm, and I'm the key bro. PA. I'm the key PA, bro. I'm never late. Like I'm that dude. And I think um I felt like it was a mixture of her feeling embarrassed for the girl getting screamed at the way she because she got right. embar- she got literally embarrassed. And I don't know if that was a, a thing on like protecting her from like trying to sue. Like I, I don't know what the, what the hell it was, but mm-hmm. when I left, her boyfriend came and, and who was like a freelancer and just came when people couldn't make it. And he took my spot. And I remember, That's right. I remember, you know, it was my son's like, I think it was his first birthday. It was his first birthday coming up. And I was like, you know, through my, I'm just all this stuff going through my head. I remember calling my mom like, Yo, my, this is crazy. I did everything I was supposed to do, you know. And that was like my first instance of, you know, just like, you know, I don't want to say just prejudice, but just like, it was just, it was just so weird. Like, I, I just felt like, damn, like, you know, they, the, you know, because the white girl gets embarrassed, you know. And, you know, it, you know, by the by the black director, like I, I, I just felt I, I couldn't really justify any of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking of everything. I'm like, right. racist. Right. I'm, right. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, this is. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. And like, I was like, damn, and I'm like, yo, she hired a boyfriend and her boyfriend finished the show. And it was like when you freelancing and you got that gig where you're like, All right, I got six, I got four months of work. That's like that's a big ass deal. Right, right, you know right, what sure. I mean? That's a big ass deal. So for me, I'm just like, I'm losing four months of work. This is like one of my. It was like my third job out of college, which is, it was my long, it was supposed to be my longest. And my son's birthday is coming up and they let me go, you know, for some craziness. Right. And, you know, fast forward, fast forward to last year, you know, where I, I pop out to different bars and my friends own sports bars in New York. And there's a security guard who I know. And they had like a, a like friends and family like um, holiday party or whatever. And I was there and I stopped by. He's like, yo, stop by. It's, it's Bounce, Bounce Sporting Club in New York. You guys know Bounce. Mm-hmm. Where are you at on 20-something Street? Yeah, 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 over there. Yeah. So I go into Bounce and the security guard's like, yo, what's up, bro? And he's like, yo, meet my wife. And his wife is Veronica, mm-hmm. the woman the woman who fired me. Right. And oh, shit. Eight years, nine years later. And um, she was like, um, she's like, yo, this is the guy I was telling you about. You know, and she was like, oh, yeah, we saw your commercials and everything. And I'm like, yo, Ryan, you don't even remember who I am. And I'm like, because when I saw her, I'm like, damn, I haven't seen her since whatever. I'm like, I used to work with you as a PA on blah, blah, blah on this show. And she was like, oh, my God. She was like, wait, you know, this show? I was like, yeah. And I was like, and I was like you fired me. I was like, you fired me. And she was like, oh, my God. She was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that was so weird. It was just like a lot going on. And. You know, he, he technically violated her and, you know, it was just weird. And I don't know what was going on. And I'm like, yo, listen, I don't, you know, it's all good. And yeah, so right. it's all good. Yeah, so right. And she was like, but yo, but, but look at you. You're in television now and things like that. So it's just crazy how things, you know, and, and I was like, yo, like, what are you up to? And she was like, oh, you know, like she stopped doing that. And she was like, yo, re- you know, reality was too much for her. And like she jumped into, I think she said she was a teacher. That That's neither here nor there. But, right, you know, for me, I just try to like treat everyone the same, treat everyone with respect. Exactly. You know, because it's like, I don't, I don't burn bridges. You know, I don't, I didn't hate her. 
I, as, you know, as a young person coming out of college, having a kid, I just wanted to understand like why that was happening to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I, I did, every, I, I put in all the work. So it's just like, mm-hmm. it goes, you know, going back to my original point about like who, you know, it is who, you know, because the situations like that will, will get you, will have you protected. Right. Correct. Correct. You know, but you, you never ever want to think like that, mm-hmm. but you got to understand That's that right. some people right. might, some people might have that luxury. Right. right? I don't want that luxury. There's no one that I know that can say, you know, he put me on. Nobody put me on. Nobody but me. You know, so like I don't want to hook up. I don't want to even know that person I could do. I want to know that person, right? But I don't want that person to just give me a handout. Right. Because because they're always gonna have some sort of like upper hand on you or or something that they feel as if though, you know, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me. Yep. Bro, I know somebody that all right, let me. I'm not gonna go too deep into this because <laughs> I, I just went mad deep and took, no, took a long time. It's yeah. all good. No, no, yeah, yeah. we appreciate that, and that's that's some valuable stuff. What's funny? I know somebody right now <laughs> that would see this specific podcast going on and would be like, "I'm the reason for that." <laughs> I know some, y'all know them too. That's the funny part. Y'all know them, y'all know who it is too. <laughs> I had the shit in my nose. If people got a nose ring. Nah, before like, but, but it's true. It's like you never want to be yeah, in a situation, right? About, right? You never want to be in that situation where it's like. Yeah, I got to a certain level because of this uh, relationship that I had, and they did me a favor. Now, to be real, I don't think there's nothing wrong with, you know, necessarily like having favors being done for you. But at the same time, it's like you, you mentioned something being prepared, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're prepared and you're in a situation where you're not going to be able to get elevated to a certain position because you were prepared, but you happen to know the person that's making a decision. Yeah. You earned that spot. Yeah, fact. That's something that you earned. You yeah. know what I mean? You, it's not like somebody necessarily gave that to you. You have earned the spot to be recognized by that individual that makes that decision and say, yeah, I trust you enough with that position. I would rather, I'll take that, yeah. but not just a handout. It's, it's right? also, right, and also coming from now when a person, let's say somebody does give you an opportunity to hand you one and they take it, you ain't really learn anything throughout the process, so you can't really even build yourself back. You're exactly. You're looking for the next hand to help right. you up. So yeah, you now... At that point, he kind of already know my value. I know what I bring. I know what I can do. I just got to get my foot in the door again. Yep. And nobody can take what I learned from me. So that's why we would say, man, look for opportunities, not handouts. Yeah. That's like, the, you know, you ever seen the, like the very, one of the first Jordan crying memes when it's like the first day on your job, but you lied on the resume? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be yeah. that guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? You want to be prepared if somebody does put you in that position to be able to, you know, succeed. And, if, and if you do, and if you do lie on your, your goddamn resume, you get a job, you better research. You better count your blessings and be like, you know what? I got, I got that. And now I'm, I'm gonna be a pro at that. Like I'm gonna, exactly. I'm gonna know, and, that, exactly. and that's the thing that that's what separates the, you know, the Diddies and, and those people who, you know, who, who are moguls from the people who don't make it and people who coast and people who get excited about Absolutely. you know small amount of success right. because Absolutely. you know with this whole Instagram and this whole social media day, like everyone wants that quick that quick come up, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And like for me, you know, like I remember, you know, people like friends will have they like, yo man, so like, you know. You know, after I left Bleacher Report, they were just like, "Yo, like, what are you, like, what are you doing right now?" You know, it's a pandemic and stuff, and blah blah. I'm like, "Oh, don't worry about me, bro." You know, I'm like my checks are still, you know, I still got the, I'm, I have multiple streams. You know, that's something that I, that I learned that I'm just like, all right, I still have that freelance, that freelance, you know, mind exactly. space. Like, I'm, I'm just not like, I'm not sitting around on my ass, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like even with, you know, my Samsung deal, like, I got that without an agent. You know, like I got that on my own just from wow. like reaching out and, and attending events, right? Like I had worked with Samsung for so long, you know, and then I, 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 I you know, supported them and always rocked Samsung and I would always post it. But 
you know, it's, 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 it's being genuine, um, and, you know, and really, and, and being persistent. Like I said, I, I went to every Sam's that they would invite me to events. I'm popping out at these events and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna put up, my, I'm gonna do my content. I'm gonna show you the content I'm doing with this phone. And before I had a deal, mm-hmm. you know, y'all know I always had Samsung phones and I would always preach to y'all about getting these phones. You know what I mean? And people are like, yo, I think you might have be sold on, on, <laughs> on that, the, the, the one you recently did the commercial with, with, yeah, the, uh, with, the, with, the, with the, the big phone. one, the yeah, big yeah. phone, the them. That shit is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so, so 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 yeah so i'm you know that's just that's just a testament to you know even though i'm not getting paid to do it right i'm you know putting myself in, in these positions to to show the people who can see it what i'm doing mm-hmm. you know because like they're seeing my content i'm posting it and it's like sometimes you got to be you got to be picky and choosy you know with um with posts like you know i won't say the brand but a, a post that i posted you know yesterday um they had sent me some of their product but I was like, all right, you know, I posted some of it before. Mm-hmm. Now I got to be selective with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not posting it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm just not going to post it because I'm just like, it's, it's going to be weird. You know, and then a week later, you know, they reached out. They said, hey, we have a, a paid opportunity. And, you know, here's the, the creative and we want to work with you on that. And I'm like, oh, all right, this is cool. Now this makes more sense. But, you know, not to say I don't like the product because I've posted the product before. Like, I like the product. And. You know, but at the end of the day, you got to be selective. You have you have to understand, you know, what to post and what not to, because the brands they'll take advantage of you. You know, if you keep posting it for free, they're like, all right, well, why should we pay? Why should we pay you doing it anyway? He posted off a free product. Yeah. You know, like when I was getting all these kicks, it got to a point where I was just like, eh, I'm not really posting this. You know, you have you literally have to make that decision. You know, where I, used, crazy, I was media and I used to get all of the shoes. I used to get everything for free, right? And then it got to a point where I'm like on TV now and they all want to send me free stuff and all that. But I, I didn't get the fire. Right? I didn't get like the fire, like the exclusive. And I was like, all right, well, I'm well, not- You was getting the Jordan 1 mids. <laughs> <laughs> you was getting the team Jordans now all of a sudden. So yeah. you wasn't getting the highs. You used to get the off-whites. Same vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would get like the performance stuff. But like when it came to like the, the cool stuff, I was like, you know, they weren't. They was lacking on it. Right. And I was just so like, I, have some promo. I was just like, all right. I'm like, I won't. I'm like, I'm not posting from this brand anymore. And then they see that. They, they're like, oh, you didn't post this. I'm like, eh, I didn't like them. You know what I mean? And I was, I just became that guy that was like, all right, I'm going to be real about it. And then I became a personality and not just media. So, For sure. um, but you know, and that, and that sometimes, you know, shades up uh, relationships with brands, but you know, um, I can't nah, but it has, at the same time, it's showing your worth, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it's, it's like making that, making that, making that distinction. Like I'm not like these guys. Same exactly. way, I, I'm not a van sitter. Right. I'm not a guy that you're gonna send any shoe and I'm just gonna post it. Right. You know, and say I like it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm definitely not saying I'm like it. I like it if I don't. I'll, I'll ask my viewers, do y'all like these? Mm-hmm. How y'all feel about these? Right. Now, how you, do you do you think that you know? Would it be? I don't know. So I, I, was, I was gonna ask. Would it, would it be safe to say that you know maybe some of your love for kicks? Um, started maybe at so I think I said it at the beginning I'm not sure if I did I don't remember but we all met working at Foot Locker on 34th Street in Midtown Manhattan that's how we met we met yeah, a kid on the kids Foot Locker side uh, cracking jokes making $200 every two weeks and spending $20 a day <laughs> on Macy's lunch right. across the street in the basement yeah. yo that was some good lunch that was, that was lunch. some fire lunch and then Manhattan Mall came around they had they had, they had, yeah, they had the food option. court right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had the food court but we I was about to say do you think that you know working there because it was cool to like be there to like 
you know, work like some of like the Jordan releases or the early releases. But then in the same breath, I'm like, yo, us growing up in Brooklyn, like that was our life anyway. Yeah. You know, it was it was just a, a bonus. Access, yeah. Exactly, it gave us a different accent. That was literally like our life. But I was just wondering, like, you know, working in a sneaker store, did that have any effect necessarily, or, you know, on on like you know, your, on your my, like your, my love for kicks, right? I, well, I mean, I think it enhanced I, it in I think, anyway. I think I worked there because I loved. We worked there because we loved kids. I worked there for the check, bro. I was broke. <laughs> I was broke. Man. I mean, my checks got me that job. I was happy. Bro. Our checks, my checks went to kicks when we had fifty percent off. That's that's what my, <laughs> that's, that's what my checks went. Um, <laughs> right for all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah for real. Like, my, yo, my sneakers. My, my mom told me I might as well work there for free. Like, <laughs> yo, no back. joke. My my, my I remember. There for the shoes. Yo, do you yeah. remember there was a stretch of time where we was getting the um the authentic football jerseys? We was getting authentic jerseys. Yo, my checks was going to that. Yeah. That in construction tins. <laughs> I had a whole job that over there in the back. Yo, I had a my whole front, like the front of my door in my in my building where, where I work at. Well, I mean where I live. Construction saved my life, by the way. Construction saved my life. I mean, yeah. Javed had the, uh, what you had, Javed? A single sole, no leather on the top? Oh, <laughs> shit. Damn, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, the butt niggas. But they, <laughs> <laughs> that's what they call them. The no, the no leather. The butt niggas. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's pretty good. They, they put the pants like over them. They're both weatherproof. Yeah, they're both facts. waterproof. Good yeah. job, man. But they you shoot a jump shot just because you're playing in your boots no matter what. You shoot a jump shot and they come up and they're like, yo, we got the butt naked. Yeah. <laughs> butt naked yeah. job. Single song. Yeah, yeah nah. Cool. But, you know, yeah, so it's uh, Now, John worked there. Yeah, hold on. That's the crazy part. John worked at Phil Locker, too. Mm-hmm. We worked at 34th Street. John worked at Delancey. Yeah. John was at Delancey at Phil That's crazy, man. He's trying to do a cut people hours on there don't like them. Talking about your assistant manager. You come in there, your name not on the schedule. Phil Locker produced a lot of fucking successful people in the world, man. Yeah, yeah. Actually, what came out? A hub of. Listen, yo, shout out to Phil Locker for real because, like, it's crazy because working. I worked at Phil Locker and then my first video was a Phil Locker video. And then now. Wow. Like, I'm like. I've, I get paid by Foot Locker on campaigns. Like now, I, my, I have a campaign dropping with Foot Locker right now. You know, that's like, incredible. Was, Mind you, we're not getting paid here right now to talk about Foot Locker. No. This is like just real yeah. shit. This is what we did. Yeah. Again, right? <laughs> Again, right, right. No, yeah. this is just where it started, right? For you know real. what I'm saying? Like, it, is it, oh, yo, all right, so you were going to mention something. You said Kobe quote, but I, but I, wanted, to bring, I wanted to bring this up. So, all right, working at Foot Locker, when we when I met Lance, it was a, it was the first individual back in the day that we shared the same love for Kobe Bryant. Like I I never met nobody else that loved Kobe the way myself and Lance did. No joke. Actually, there was one other person I didn't know until later on. Is actually Javis' friend, um, Fifi. She was another Kobe Bryant fan. Yeah. Um, God rest Kobe, man. That you know respect respect to Kobe and and uh, you know. Vanessa and the family, but I want you to talk about some of the experiences. So, obviously, with some of the stories that you're hearing, you know, throughout Lance's career, like he's been able to be around a lot of people. And me and Kobe, me, me and me and Kobe, me and uh, Lance loved Kobe, but because of you know the way Lance positioned his 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 just career, he's been able to meet Kobe. He was able to meet Kobe. He was able to be around Kobe for special events and. Um, I when I always saw that I was I ain't gonna lie like I felt it was it was like I was there you know mm-hmm. I felt like I was there with him and um, I would see I remember the first time one of the first times that uh, I saw I knew you were at different events at different occasions where you were around Kobe because we would talk about it. 
but I forgot what year. I want to say it was 2013 Houston, Houston All-Star, All-Star game. Houston All-Star. Was that 2013? Yeah, I think that was 13. Houston. I think it might have been yeah. 2013. Yo, I'm watching this All-Star game, NBA All-Star dunk game. Dunk contest, dunk contest. It was a dunk contest, yes. I'm watching the screen, and I start squinting my eyes because I'm like, that's Kobe on the sidelines. Yo, that's Lance with Kobe on the sideline. And they chopping it up. They dapping each other like ha ha kiki, like they mans. Yeah. And I was like, nah, Lance made it. Yo, Lance, I'm telling my girlfriend, yo, Lance made it. Lance made it. And I was wearing he's Dion, made it. And I was wearing Dion shirts, his way hard at shirt. I was wearing his his shirt with a blazer on Dion Cooper, what's yeah, up, bro? Yeah, 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 dope. So I was I was rocking, I was rocking his shit, you know, straight on the screen. But I remember that day, man. My, first of all, talk like, about that. My heart. Was that your first time? No, no. No, so, no, you you was around him. So I met him. I met him in um in New York when the Nets first. I think that was the year the Nets first went to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. If, it might make sense for them to go in thirteen, yeah. And they the away teams weren't practicing in the Barclays at the time. They were practicing um at um some random gym in um like New York Athletic or whatever. So I'm telling them my homies I'm I'm about to meet Kobe, and. <laughs> They're like, yo, you gotta tell him how much you love him, blah blah. blah. This is the story I wanted you to say, bro. This is this is like literally like six in the morning. Like we we that's how early I was there. Like we didn't even need, I didn't really even need to be there, because like random people were like, you know, random people want to see different players, right? So if you're a fan of, you know, the Celtics when they come into town, some people were like, yo, let me just go in there, I'll do the interviews because I I love KG or whoever was was playing for them at the time. So nobody, everybody knew that. I'm like, no, nobody's going to this one. This is Kobe coming to the, you know, coming to New York. So I'm like texting my homies in the morning, six in the morning. They're like, yo, you gotta tell him this. I'm like, hell no. Literally saying hell no, responding, saying I'm not gonna tell Kobe how much I love him the first time I meet him. Right. As I'm doing that, I feel somebody like hit me in the back. And I turn around and it's Kobe. And he got on a hoodie and he's like, good morning. And like he put his hand out. And I was like, good morning, Kobe. I, I, I was like, Hold up, nigga. Like, <laughs> trying, like, like, that's that's, that's kind of how it was. It was like, right. hold up, Kobe. I swear, nigga. You know, and I was like, us New York sure. niggas could be so stupid. Yo, we could be so stupid. Yo, he was like, he was like, yo, hold up. What he's like, he's like, he's like, yo, what are you mad? Like, energy. He's like, yo, good morning. I was like, this is this is Lance Idol, <laughs> and he punched Kobe in the back. What he did was he punched Kobe. He, he punched Lance's Lance's ego button. They was like, oh, nah, 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 I ain't going. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I, like, I I'm from Brooklyn, Kobe. He was like, I ain't gonna ask you that. I, I like, nah, he was like, I, but that's how I played it. And I turned around, I was like, and then we walk in, and he's like, um, he's like, yeah, man. It was the first, I think it was the first time the Nets played in Brooklyn. He was like, yeah, man, you know, because we were talking about Brooklyn. I was like, yeah, I'm from Brooklyn. And he was like, yo, I love Brooklyn. He was like. Um, I'm like, Kobe, what you know about Brooklyn, bro? Like, you ain't never been to Brooklyn, Kobe. Because this is when Brooklyn was Brooklyn. And he's like, nah. He's like, you know, I come out there, you know, we go to Dumbo and all that. I'm like, oh. That's I'm, not like, I'm like, that's like safe Brooklyn. That's like, <laughs> I'm like a tourist Brooklyn. He was like, yeah. He's like, but, I, you know, we get to just walk around and see the sights. And, you know, he's like, nah, it's a beautiful place. And boom. So then, you know, everything starts, right? So at the time, it's like I'm definitely the only black reporter there. Um, but this guy's like Howard Beck. Howard Beck was at the New York Times. And then he went to, he ended up at Bleacher Report. Howard always got the first question because all the players knew Howard. And like all the other reporters were like, well, this is Howard, you know. And I remember he was he was starting. And Kobe was like, yo, where's Lance Fresh? And I was like, yo, this nigga said my name. Right? <laughs> so he was like, called you I was out. like, Kobe just said my name, dog. Like, what? And I was like, damn, what did I do? I'm like, what did I do? Right? right. I was like, I'm right here. And he's like. He's like, yo, come, come, come over here. It's next to me, man. And I was like, all right. So I said, Kobe. He was like, first question. And I was like, 
and I asked him, I asked him a question, and this is when Kobe was like getting like a lot of assists um, leading up to the All Star game, okay. and I was like, he was averaging like a triple. That's when his memory was averaging triple double. He just kept passing, and he would get like his first ten assists in the first quarter, mm-hmm. and then after that, he would just go and go in Kobe mode. I was like, yo, man, All Star weekend coming up. What you gonna do, man? You getting triple double? He was like, Oh nah, I'm seeing single coverage. I'm shooting that shit. <laughs> like literally, like that was the quote. And it went viral. He cursed and everybody, you know, picked it up. But that was my that was my thing. So the way it works in um in media, even if Fox is there, ESPN is there, whoever asked that question, they get the, they get the credit for it. So that's when BR was still like on the startup kind of kind of vibe. So everyone literally posted that and used that as their quote via Bleacher Report, wow. you know? So that was like, that was like really big, you know, going back. So then I asked a few other questions. Um, and then I'm, I'm in there asking questions about kicks. I mean, and he's like, you know, and they like to talk about that because literally nobody's talking about that. In the, in the place where they're talking about everything on the court, I'm talking about off the court with right. my favorite player. And, and stuff that's relatable to majority of the viewers listeners. Facts. And after that, we leaving. And I'm like, yo, man, I appreciate that. And... You know, the dude, uh, I think his name is John Black. John Black or Jack? John Black. He was, like, the head of PR. Tall, bald dude. He's, like, if you know anybody, if anyone knows him in media, like, he doesn't play. Like, he's, like, yo, get out. And that's pretty much what he was like. And Kobe was, like, nah, nah, he's good. And then I sat down with Kobe. <clears throat> and there's a picture on my Instagram where I have on a hat and me and Kobe are talking. He has on a hoodie. And he's laughing and joking. Those are screenshots from the video because my, my camera guy just kept recording while we were talking. And we were just talking about, like, you know, what I'm trying to do and, you know, uh, you know, the questions that I'm trying to ask. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm like trying to be on that Ahmad Rashad, you know, type vibe where I'm just talking about everything off the court. And he was like, nah, he was like, yo, it's like a breath of fresh air. And he was like, yo, um, he was like, yeah, I've been seeing Bleacher Report. He was like, you know, but that's when we, they weren't respected. So we were talking about that a little bit. And then, you know, we just dipped. And he was like, yo, man, he's like, I'm gonna see you, you know, if you ever come to LA, I'll see you at some games, you know, say what's like, make sure you say what's up. So then obviously I asked a question about All-Star. So All-Star was like coming up. Mm-hmm. I think it was like two weeks from there. And then I ended up going to Houston. I literally walked by, literally walked by as him, Vanessa and the family, they're on the court. And he saw me and he was like, you know, yeah. like, like he knew me. And I was like, <laughs> and he was like, he was looking at me like, are you coming here? Uh-huh. And like as media, you can't, you can't be there, bro. Like mm-hmm. this is dude, um, Mark something um, for the NBA. Good dude. But you, he's the guy who pretty much, like, keeps people off the court. He's like, you know, literally, I'm, I'm, sta- I'm standing next to Kobe, and he's like, hey, 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 looking at you. Like, he literally will grab your media credential and be like, if he don't know you, and be like, get off the court. Mm-hmm. Like, straight up like that. Came up to me, did that. Kobe was like, he's good. Because, like, you know, Kobe say that, you, right. you're good. Right, right. So I'm just sitting next to him, watching the dunk contest, and we reacting. Bro, my phone went crazy. Nigga, I'm on, I know I, I was on this phone like, yo, I'm trying to call him. Yo, pick up. Yo, mad yo, people. Pick up. I'm like, I'm like, my phone vibrating. I'm like, yo. I came back to like literally like 67 unread text messages. People who I, people I went to high school with, people who I didn't know. You know, I had to respond to everybody like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Does anybody that knows you from then knows that moment? They stay watching. They kind of like, this is not just somebody he likes. We, we, we this know is, how much you right. push that. Like, he's yeah. the best player out there. That's my favorite player. We used to have arguments. Because nobody just, liked Kobe. Nobody no, liked everyone Kobe. Had, you know what? And that's, that's the kind of crazy part. And, and us. That's really the crazy <laughs> part. I think when, you know, when he passed, to see the reaction of the world, I think for like, 
I, super Kobe fans. I mean, it was kind of even before that. Even even in retirement, get tight. Like, like no, y'all yeah, was out. Nah, it was kind of no, different. No, I, no, I felt like that during retirement. Right. It was like nah, nah. Right. Like there's no way. Right. And hold on. And to go further, like yo, y'all think we not like we, we play, no. My my firstborn son is five years old. His name is Kobe. Mm-hmm. This is how yeah. this is how how, it, I want, I how want, real it was. You I know want, what I mean? I want to name my son Kobe, but is that. Your wife, he wasn't was, having wasn't, it. See, I have a daughter who's 11 who was born first, and, and, and my lady was able to name her. So I saved it. I said, you got this one. If we ever have a son, you, uh, we, we, there's no argument about it. So I, that's how I was able to win mine. You know what I mean? So seeing, yeah, seeing that happen for you was kind of like, like Mike said, we know at the scale of how much that shit meant to you. So it's kind of like, yo, we see. Yeah. That's what's up. So, so, yeah, so, so I was. Did you get to tell him then, like, when when was the time were you able to tell me like yo, you don't even understand like so for, you know throughout that time you know while Kobe's from from when he playing from when, to when he's retired, I'm with Nike with him I'm with Hublot so I'm seeing him a lot and I'm getting these moments where I'm like really getting to chill with him mm-hmm. and like it's times where like you know, Nike events where like no one's getting one on one one on one interviews with him, and I'm like you know as soon as I see him I'm like. What up, baby? I'm like, y'all, trying to get a one-on-one with you, you know, make it happen, right? And, you know, he'd be like, he'd be like I got you, I got you. You know, it's, it's whatever. He doesn't have to. He, mm-hmm. he might not. But I remember at, at a Nike event, it's a picture that's on my on my page where he has his arm around me. And um, it was that day, and he was like, yo, um, he was leaving, and I was like, uh, I looked at him, and he was like, he's like, yo, yo, he's like, like come through it. And the, the guy who I'm super, super tight with, it's my guy, Javi, um, he runs like Nike PR. He was looking at me like, and then I was like, Kobe said, you know, it's cool. And, you know, I went over there and I interviewed Kobe one-on-one. Um, and I was just like, yo, appreciate it. So whenever he see me, he would come into the event. Like, he'd walk in with all the media. And he'd see me, he'd be like, you know what I mean? And, and, and do stuff like that. So, like, that's the kind of relationship I, I created with him. But I never really told him how, how I felt about him. So we were in, uh, we were in um, Napa Valley for mm-hmm. Hublot. That's when he came out with his Vino watch um, mm-hmm. with Hublot. And um, was that my? That was my second to last interview with Kobe. And you know, he had retired at this point, and I was like, "Yo, man, you know, like, cause we're literally just walking around drinking wine, smoking cigars." So like, I'm like, "Yo, this is the time." And before I interviewed him, I was like, "Yo, man, you know, I just wanted to let you know, you know, how much you meant to me, man. When I was a kid, like, like you were like a father figure to me. Like you were the, the dude who I wanted to be like. You the dude who I want to play like. I want to look like. You know what I mean? Like." I learned a lot from you and then then the whole mom mentality like I take that to me with work now you know like that's how I, I like that's literally my mantra like I just literally learned that from you and I just appreciate you know all the support from you throughout my career you know just having you as an ally was just like huge you know and he was like yo man and and it's funny because I was so hyped when he told me that quote and then he said that he said it a few times he was like you know it's, it's always a pleasure for him to inspire people beyond, you know, basketball, basketball, you know, where you can teach and you, you see the books that he went on to write, you know, with, you know, for the, for the kids and just trying to like teaching them the importance of working hard and like really trying to be the best at, you know, what you do. Um, so he was like, yo, it's always a blessing when I hear that I could really inspire people outside of sports mm-hmm. through sports. Um, and that's kind of like the shit that he was really pushing with his books, where it's like, yo, I want to teach kids the importance of teamwork, the importance of putting in the work and, you know, and just, you know, outworking people. Right. And like, you know, I, I outwork motherfuckers like that's that's what I do. You know, so that was the moment where I was able to tell him that. And, you know, that's the picture 
Um, I have that picture. I have two pictures on my wall with me and Kobe. It's one with me and him, arms closed, and we just we just posted in this other one where we're like fiddling with the uh, with the watch. But that was probably like my favorite interaction with him. But like everything, it's and it's still it's still surreal. Like Kobe's 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 past, and you know I spent all this time with him. But it's still surreal. I, I, like you probably appreciate it more than I can. You know what I mean? Because for me, it's still not real, right? Like, obviously, like, on the outside looking in, like, we were at the same game, you know, yeah, the last game. We both were at Kobe's last game. Um, and I remember you I remember you texting me before you even went there. He's like, yo, I don't care how much I got to pay. I got to be in the building. Mm-hmm. And then you got that dope picture where, like, you're in the background. Yeah, I mean, you know what yeah, I mean? The like, game on, on, yeah. on, on the ESPN uh, uh, show when, when they uh, when they aired it, yeah. I actually caught myself. And like, that, and, like, that day, you know, like, I flew to the game on his helicopter. You know what I mean? And, like, crazy. It was with him, you know, and he greeted the fans. Like, the fans were waiting for him at the at the, the helipad and, like, all that. Like, that was just, like, a crazy, crazy time for me. But to be able to see him after that, after, you know, spend that time with him. And, you know, one thing about Kobe, you know, that I really, that hurt me the most, man, because I remember seeing, like, before he passed, I was just saying, yo, I'm so happy for Kobe, you know, winning awards and shit. And it's like, he's, like, you would expect Kobe to get back into basketball and be a coach. I'm like, nah, Kobe's, he's too great for that. Like he, and he can't, like, he's too great. He expects too much of people. That's why Michael Jordan's not a coach, right? Yeah, yeah. Cause you, you just can't, you can't be a coach mm-hmm. when, when you have that, when you, you when you like translate that. that from what's going on in here and expect yeah. that. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna, like kill yourself, bro. Right. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to literally have a heart. Right. You're gonna, yeah. You're going to have a heart attack. You're going to hit one of your players, bro. Mm-hmm. Cause like, it's like, yo, it's like, yo, Mike, 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 you know, Kobe, they not as nice as you, bro. You know, like, like he missed that shot because he ain't got no heart. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. You know, it's, it's a, that's a tough shot. You hit the tough shot. So, um, you know, I was just so happy for him. And that's that's one of the things where it's like I just couldn't understand it, you know, when, you know, just that moment, you know, and like. Where, where were you when you found out that he passed? Where bro, were you at? I was on my, I was sitting on my couch in my living room. My son is like doing something behind me or like he's, he's like putting something together behind me. And. I just go on um, my Instagram and this dude that I went to college with, dude named P- uh, Pierre. So like the day before is when um, LeBron broke his, broke his record. So mm-hmm. people were, you know, I have my LeBron fans who was like, yo, LeBron passed your boy, you know, LeBron yesterday. LeBron fan, LeBron shout out. That day, that day. <laughs> and I'm like, yo man, you know, yeah, they call LeBron fans, LeBron sexuals. Cause, <laughs> cause like they, they, uh, they, um, Sometimes they lose grip of reality. <laughs> you know, just just, 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 just fingers pointing at Gary right now. He's killing me. That's crazy. <laughs> he said, "Bron sexual." The fingers just went right to Gary. They just, they just, they just lose grip of reality just Why to protect them. Just a little bit, right? Now. Yeah. Um, so, so your son was behind you. Said, right? No, you was boy, watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my, so my, my boy's texting me. He's like, "Yo." Um, He's like, he, he's like, no, he's like, he's like, he's like, damn, man, sorry to hear that about Kobe. And I was like, bro, I'm like, LeBron, you know, I'm like, it's whatever, man. Kobe got five rings, baby. That's mm-hmm. what I said. And he was like, no, he's like, they said Kobe died. And like, I got mad at him because I'm like, bro, don't, don't believe that shit, shit like that. Right. I was like, what? So now I Googled it. I couldn't find it. And he was like, no, look at TMZ. TMZ was the first wow. one. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I, went, I got a crazy story when you're done, bro. I went, how, hold on. This is how the universe works. This how this how listen. This is how deep our our connection with Kobe was. I'm being for real. Like my story was almost identical to that. 
But go ahead, finish your finish your thought. So you 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 got this call. You you searching Google. You can't find it. He, he says yeah. go on TMZ. Um, yeah. So uh, I go on TMZ and he's there and he's and so on. And I'm just like, yo, what am I seeing, bro? Like, this this is this is not this is not real. So then I'm like watching the news and then that's when everything just started pouring in. And I was just like, <clears throat> what? And I'm just like. Started seeing it, I'm like, sh- I'm like shedding a tear. My son's like, what's, what's the matter? I'm like, Kobe died. He's like, what? He's like, no way. You know, I'm like, yeah, man. It's like, then my phone is going crazy and I can't talk to nobody, bro. I'm just right. like, I'm stuck, bro. Right. I'm just like, I call my mom and I'm crying and my mom and my mom is like crying and like, it was like crazy, bro. It's like, crazy, it's crazy. I was, I, we text for like two seconds and I think we felt the hurt. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, and, 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 and I'm like, you know, like my, my whole thing when, I, when it was going down, I was just like, cause they were like, oh, we're not sure who was on the plane with him. I'm like, yo, I just hope that his daughter wasn't on the plane with him. You know, like- Or like any of his family. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I hope, you know, I hope that. And yeah, man, that that should even, that hurt. That's what hurt me. That's what I feel like hurt me more than anything that, you know, um, that him actually going was the fact that Gigi was on on the plane with him. So, um, you know, like she was there when when I was on the court with him in Houston. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so it was like, yeah. I don't like talking about it. (laughs) <laughs> right, right. No, I feel you, man. I was so the crazy my, my story with that was, yo, I was in LA. Mm. I was in that like I got like of all places, you know, I live in Miami and that weekend I'm in LA. And um he died on the 26th. The 25th was my birthday, and I was there for that. And you know, the next day, which was the 26th, I remember here's the crazy part. I, I was staying at the Montage Hotel. And I was having breakfast on their rooftop. And I remember looking over towards, you know, like the uh, the Beverly Hills Mountains area, which, you know, on that direction is like Calabasas and stuff. Yeah. And I remember saying that morning to myself, like, damn, it's foggy over there. Like, shit, it's, it's crazy foggy. But I just remember thinking about that. And I remember having breakfast, right? And um, I go downstairs. And as soon as I get to my room, I get a phone call from Timberland. And Tim calls me, and I'm thinking now that weekend, that day was Grammy uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, and the Grammys was going to be at the Staples Center. Yeah. So I'm thinking that Tim was calling me to see what I was doing, you know, that day. So I pick up the phone, and uh, which is uh, very ironic because as much as I love Kobe and what he's been able to do from the basketball world and his impact on me, I feel like in my life and how I feel about the mama mentality as well, uh, I would I would very much so say how much... And this is something I've actually never told him either. He kind of knows, but not really, how much respect, love, and admiration I got for Timberland. So, like, the GOAT to me in the music industry is calling me up. And he's the one that told me about the GOAT of my basketball career, of my basketball, you know, life. He's the one that's telling me that Kobe passed. But the way it happened, he called me up, and I thought he was figuring, trying to figure out what's going on for the day. But I, I hear him and he's like, yeah, I'm getting on this plane right now. He said, bro, and he knows how much I like Kobe too. And he's like, bro, um, yo, did you hear? Kobe passed. I heard Kobe died, bro. And I'm like, same, same exact, yeah. you know, I'm like, nigga, what? Like, yeah. I thought you told me, like, you thought you calling me to see what's going on tonight. Yeah. Like, I said, bro, I don't believe that, man. <clears throat> Not a part of me wanted to believe yeah, that. I think no. about it. And it was the same. He was like, bro, go check on TMZ. Now, if you know, nigga, if it's, it's like 89.9% <laughs> yeah. where TMZ say it, it's true. Facts. 
So I made sure I didn't go on TMZ and I started Googling it. <laughs> and I'm over there trying to Google the situation. And I'm like, nah, I don't find nothing, Tim. I don't see nothing. Same thing as you. Yeah. Like, I couldn't find nothing. But I'm like, let me go on TMZ. And I see it on TMZ. Bro, my heart starts to drop. And um, I hear him telling people on the plane. So he's on the plane and he's like, yo, did you hear Kobe die? Did you hear Kobe die? And you hear the whispering on the plane in the background. Like, Kobe, is Kobe passed away? Kobe passed away? Yo, and it just didn't feel right. Like yeah. it didn't feel right, man. And then I kept, I kept refreshing Google. And I'm sitting in my, yeah. in my hotel room and I'm refreshing it. And then I see it started to load up. Like Kobe helicopter crash in Calabasas. Kobe helicopter. Like, bro, that was. That I was, bawled for too. weeks, bro. But go ahead, man. And to 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 bring a light to to, and I want to 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 both of y'all, man, in terms of. Watching y'all go from, I mean, me and Lance go way back, man. Party days. I just asked him if he was bald, but he remember Kobe cut his hair. Like, so he did yeah. I'm talking about Lance that had the fresh plate on I've his, ne- like, never seen was it 1996 ball, Maxima or something like that? 2000. 2000. 2000. 2000. 2000. 2000. 2000. It wasn't the boxy one. It was the school one. Right. The school one. I'm like, yeah. No, I think it was it was Gailey. Yeah, I'm going back to back. Yeah, let's go back to those days, yeah. man, to watch him, you know, be around uh an inspiration in his life. And knowing that. Then also I remember me and you going to actually Komodo mm-hmm. and sitting down eating, forgot who else we were with. Probably Lance, because Lance fucking yeah, loves no, Komodo. It was me. And Tim was Timlin there. was there. Yeah, it was me. So it was oh, Austin, shit. And I was you like, yo, Tim, that's how you then? Exactly. He was like, yo, yo that's Timlin right crazy. there. Yo, that's crazy. Austin, Sonata, Komodo. Yo, your memory is crazy, Gary, because yeah. it's so true. And then so he true. come, and he said, he's like, yo, that's Timlin at the table. And he was like, yo, just go say what up, something. And I was like, and hey, hold on. Here goes the New York button. Nah, nigga. Nah, nah, nah. Cool. So, and to now. Knowing how much I love you, nigga. To now go and see that turn into you knowing him. And shout out to Tim, by the way. Yeah, exactly, man. So to see both of y'all be able to be around the people that kind of uh, inspire yeah. y'all and, and life size, so that's amazing. Congratulations to y'all. Yo, Ivan, where you at, man? I'm going with Chuck at. And I think... I think <laughs> I'm so fan, so I'm coming. I'm going to you. I think, I, think, I think the more of the story is, you know, like when you when you get the chance, man, you got to tell people how they feel. Just Without question. No, like no matter if it's a celebrity or whoever it is, cool. I think it's, you know, we can't be too cool to tell each other we love each other. We can't but, be too cool to reach out and say things because at the end of the day, you know, if you say it, you say it, right? You know, I, I never really wanted to, like, meet Kobe because I was like, man, Kobe probably, like, a dick, right, from being on, watching him on the court. Mm-hmm. Same thing about Chris Paul. Now Chris Paul is one of my, you know, my business partners. So, um, yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's how it ended, you know. But I, I got to give y'all congrats. But that's also a testament of, yo, keep going. Keep doing what you got to do. Keep keep believing. Keep uh, setting them goals out there and and. and We'll meet your mentors. Yeah. You will be able to sit down with them. Mentors can become um, people in your life, even though you met your mentor by them from afar. So y'all are inspiring in terms of that, man. I see that play out two times. Respect. Right. So that's respect, that's respect man. to that, man. Yo, I where you at? Word, man. Um, yo, Lance, uh, I think I think we could definitely go on and on, man. But, uh, you know, is there any, any parting words, man, that you just want to give people that's just, you know, trying to get up, go out there and get it? You know, they want to win on a high level and... <laughs> You know, yeah. just, just just something. Let me ask you this now, because mm-hmm. we now obviously from this time we know who you are. Mm-hmm. People know who you are. Um, we we know the, the evolution of Lance, and um, and I don't like to let let's say where do you want your legacy to go because you got a long time to play that out. But um, if your last words can also be in the terms of how can you? Because somebody's watching you say, "Man, I want to be like that person." How can you spot you know? 
impact or what kind of impact you're trying to leave on the next generation coming up to be a Lance Rush? Yeah, I think, um, you know, what I always say is, you know, uh, you can do it too. You know, and that's, that's something that I always, you know, tell kids is like, yo, I'm literally that kid from, you know, the hood, you know, and, and that's, that's kind of cliche, but you know, that's, that's who I am, you know, and it's, it's, it's all the work you put in, you know, exactly what we spoke about with Kobe. That's how I'm out of my life, mm-hmm. you know? So like, mm-hmm. I want to be the, I want to be the best at everything I do, you know? So when, it, whether it's like creating content, whether it's, you know, going to an event, like I want to look the best, I want to be the best. Like I want, like I, that's, I, you know, I put in the work, you know, I'm not lazy with anything. And I think putting in the work, that's, that's the biggest part. You know, you can't, you can't want to be the best without the work. So um, you could do it too. You just gotta, you know, outwork, outwork people. You know, right. there's, I, there's people who make teams, who make division one teams, who make NBA, NBA teams who are not the best basketball player, but they work hard. And, you know, I can't, I can't, there's not a coach in the world who doesn't want to do who, or, you know, a woman who's not, you know, physically skilled as, as the others, but, you know, outworks everyone. So it's like, I think just putting in the work and that's, you know, you're going to, you're going to find your place wherever that is, whether it's the starting five, whether it's the hall of fame, whether it's on the bench, you know, like, and that's not, not just speaking on sports, just period. Like you putting that work and you gonna, you gonna make it. There's no, it's impossible for you not to put in work and not, Gain success. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. So, uh, somebody that saw Lance, I was like, I want to be do what Lance is doing. That's 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 what's up. Shout out to what Lance is doing. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to do what y'all doing, man. Y'all in Miami, come on, man. Hey, listen, man. You know, Jax, Jax with the with the new car every you know every day. Yeah, I don't want the loan requests coming my way. Remember, yeah, yeah, I want yeah. all the loan requests going to Lance way. I don't right, want right, none right. of the loan requests. Come on, man. <laughs> nah, I appreciate y'all, man. I love what y'all doing. Love to see. My brothers who, you know, literally was same spot I was at, you know, just kind of like put the work in. And yes, sir. Yeah, so I'm proud of I'm proud of us. I always tell both of y'all that every time I see y'all, you know, I'm proud, I'm proud of y'all. So we gotta, we gotta we gotta keep it going. We can't get comfortable. We gotta, you know, now it's about, you know, Kobe, like you know, your mm-hmm. son Kobe, you know, and like, you know, your your kids. So we gotta keep that going for our legacies. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And keep building upon this. And uh, you know, there's a lot more stuff that, you know. You're, you're going to see Lansing and, you know, I'm, I'm almost certain that we're going to be doing a whole bunch of stuff together as well. Just Thanks. continue to build upon this. And, uh, yo, as always, man, just always good seeing you. Appreciate you appreciate coming. Sorry for showing up. And, um, yeah, man, and until next time, man. Much yes, love, sir. bro. Uh, respect to the Bryant family. Um, respect to Tim. Tim, you know, I was on the phone with you yesterday for an hour. Uh, but, yeah, respect everybody out there checking in. Much love. We'll see you on the next episode. Let's yes, go, sir. Yo, appreciate it, man.